And welcome into the Producer Podcast. My name is Kevin Kistner. I got Ty Fuji sitting across from me this time. Ty, how we doing? Doing good, doing good. A little, uh, my mouth's still kind of stinging from the Nashville hot I had earlier, but I'm, I'm good. About, about the what? Yeah, the family made some Nashville hot chicken earlier. Mouth still stinging, still a little short of breath. Hope this doesn't affect me. You got some Nashville orange chicken. Yeah, Nashville hot, yeah. Or Nashville hot. I like Nashville. Yeah. I like chicken. It, it's super good. Super hot, but it, 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 it's one of my favorites. It's You know, that's the thing. I never knew that that, that was kind of a thing, like Nashville hot. Yeah. I, just, I, I found out they were known for their barbecue out in Nashville. And yeah. I didn't know that until I got to Nashville. No one told me. That's that's how bad everyone is because I was, like, expecting, like, oh, yeah, they're known for barbecue. I was like, no, Kansas City's known for their barbecue. Yeah, no. No, it's it's Nashville, too. I was like, oh. Okay, you learn oh. something new every day, right? Yeah. But then I didn't know that there's a lot lately. I've seen the flavor of Nashville hot something. Yep. And I'll say, man, some of I was at KFC one time. I got a Nashville hot oh. chicken bowl. My mouth was on fire for days. Oh yeah, man. If if you can't even, if you can't even with a straight face, you're not doing it right. Oh my god, it's gosh. not Nashville hot. It was it was so bad. But that, but that's what it that's that's what I like about it. It's it's an experience. It's like, it's not just a meal. It's, it's an experience. You have to fight through it. You get that shortness of breath. Your mouth's like burning. It's an experience. And I it like still that. tastes good, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You have to. You should have brought me some in. But I, I see how it is, Ty. I see how it is. Oh, uh, sorry about that, dude. It's been a while since we've been on the show together. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, crazy weekend. But the previous weekend, obviously today's Thursday, but last weekend, dude, insane. Yeah, just so, so many coin flip games, just so many, so many games. But I myself, I had a crazy weekend. Yeah, I obviously I went to the Dustin Lynch concert at Fiddler's Green through with KYGO, our, nice. our sister station up the hall. And uh, my goodness, dude, did we have that was one of the f- most fun shows I've ever been to. I'll say that. Nice. Uh, I can't. I'll tell you off air. There was a lot of un Bonneville friendly things in in the show. <laughs> I, I bet. But, <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, I went to, obviously I went to the the Sunday night game for the Broncos and Niners. But Saturday morning, I've and this this hasn't been brought up on air, so I wanted to bring it up myself. I got invited and I went to Peyton Manning little Peyton Manning's son's football game. That's amazing. I went and saw little Marshall Manning sling the rock and throw a like four touchdown passes. Nice. Does he look like? Does he look like his uh, big cousin? You can sit there and say, if you were to not put jersey numbers on him, you would understand which player was Peyton Manning's son. He's got the Tennessee towel, you know. He's he's got <laughs> nice. the wristband on, calling plays, and his dad's raising him right. He, you know, he's 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 doing it right. And uh, I got to go out there, and I, I was invited, so I went and watched that for a, a little bit, and. I got to talk to Peyton for a split second. You know, nothing too crazy, but, you know. I, I, you I, didn't I, faint? I, I didn't faint this time, you know. <laughs> the first time I met him, I, I was shaking. This time I was not shaking. So, you know, but anytime you get to talk to your hero, it's pretty dang cool. So, that, yeah, that's, that's a special <laughs> moment. But, but you know, there, Ty, there was a topic I've been wanting to talk about, and I thought really? you would be a good option for it. Okay, do tell. And, because last week, John – or last episode I was on, John couldn't show up, so I just did a tribute to Sandy Clough. So, 
Um, you can go it, check though. that out. Yeah, that, that was a great one. Yeah, denverfan.com, and you go to the podcast page, and you'll find us, the producer podcast. But I this was a topic a couple weeks ago. It popped into my head, and we had talked about it off air, but it was Justin Simmons was placed on the injured reserve, and a lot of people freaked out. Oh, my right. God. The world, the, you know, the world's coming to an end. Right. And I got there thinking, I, and I was talking to KJ. I said, dude, this is the most overrated player possibly on the Broncos because, in my opinion, Justin Simmons is not a top three safety, Ooh. maybe top five-ish. I don't know if I'd even put him there. I'd Interesting. Have to like, I'd really have to, like, look and break down all the safeties. But in my opinion, Justin Simmons is not that guy who's making those big-time plays. You know, Ty, what, the safeties I like were Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, guys that are lighting it up. Not like Mike Polamalu. In fact, yeah, like pa- Troy Polamalu, Ed Reed. I don't see Justin Simmons like that. I don't think he's one of those guys in today's game. And I get he makes a lot of interceptions, but they're kind of like, off a pass deflection that goes straight up, you know. There, there's a lot of things yeah. where it's like, oh, you didn't do. You're wide open, waiting for that ball. You know, I wouldn't even say he's the best safety on the team. Really, you, you like K. Jack more? I like Kareem Jackson more. Interesting. Um, hmm. I, I, I truly do. I really like Kareem Jackson. When I'll say this, you could point out many plays of Kareem Jackson. And Kareem Jackson makes a play. You're like, oh my gosh! I know you've done that. Yeah, sitting absolutely. On, sitting at home because the, the, I've the done Texans it. game a few years ago. The Texans game. Is there a Justin Simmons highlight that pops out of you? Like, oh wow, oh my gosh! There's not really a no, memorable I, Justin Simmons play. Yeah, just off the top of my head, I can't really think of one. Yeah, I, I mean that's just how yeah. I'm thinking of it. Is like, it's not like he's gone out and been this ball hawk right. defender he's just made interceptions when the ball gets thrown to him you know he's what you're supposed to do fumbles. yeah now, granted great tackler but i think kj or kj KJ Jax is a little bit better you know that's just my opinion but i got to thinking who are the most overrated athletes of all time i think it's a good topic yeah because there's a lot yeah, there's plenty. And I know a lot of people are gonna, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna piss a lot of people off today. Oh, I'm probably gonna piss some people off too. <laughs> Why don't you give me one of the players on your list? How many you got? Or do you got a few? Uh we'll see how it goes. We'll see how I, it I'm goes. looking through um spotting names. So I I, I mean I'll I'll say it. we got we I got a couple lists popped up on just off Google and the internet and all that good stuff. Um but who is one of your guys that you just look at off the top of your head and like this is the most overrated guy or player in sports history. Troy Aikman. Troy Man. Aikman. Dude, he, he got the benefit of a great team surrounding him, of being on the most popular team in the NFL during their absolute peak. Like He, he was never that great as a player. Like he, he was below average throughout the 90s. Like I'm looking at a league average passing yards per, per game by year in the 90s, and he was below average in all of them. Like really? He was, he was never a great passer. He had the greatest offensive line in front of him. He had high-end talent in Michael Irvin and, and some really good role players in uh, Jay Novacek and, and, and of course, the leading rusher ever, Emmitt Smith, well, yeah. with, with an excellent defense supporting him. He never had to do much, he, and he never did. 
How many passing yards did he throw for in his career? Oh, I actually, I got it right here. 32,900. And what's that good for? 41st all time. You might be on to something. Yeah. And like, I mean, three, three Super Bowls. Yeah, three Super Bowls, but that that's not him. That's Emmett Smith. That's that's the entirety of the Cowboys roster. That's Charles Haley. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you who like, he's. He 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 averaged below 200 passing yards per game over his entire career. Uh, I'll say this: Derek Carr is going to pass him this year. Yeah, he's 400 yards behind him, 390 to be exact. He might pass him next game. Yeah, depending. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't because yeah, the Broncos. I, oh are yeah, playing. yeah, that's but, right. So <laughs> week five. But here, week five? here is who Troy Aikman is behind: um, Steve Young, Kirk Cousins, Phil Sims. You know, okay. John, no, uh, Steve Deberg, Jim Hart, Jim Everett. Oh my God, Jay Cutler, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Andy Dalton. Yeah, and a lot of the guys on that list they were either before or during his era. Uh, I mean, Steve Deberg. He was before Aikman's time. Yeah. I mean, this is, you're, and you're he was a, And he was a backup. He was the Obi-Wan of the league for years. I got one that will blow your mind. Kerry Collins. Really? Kerry Collins is 20th all-time in passing yards. Really? That is weird. Interesting. Huh. That, that's, you know. I'd never expect that. I'd never guess I that. I mean, I, that's, a, that's a good one. I, I didn't think of of Troy Aikman off the, off the top of my head and, and, Quite frankly, I haven't really seen him on any of these lists. To be to be honest with you, as I'm scanning through them, uh, yeah. But yeah, that is a very good one when you really break it down. And look at it because yeah, dude, you had a Hall of Fame offensive line, you had a Hall of Fame running back, you had a Hall of Fame receiver, you had a Hall of Fame head coach. Yeah, you had a Hall of Fame head coach. You know, you know. Yeah, I mean, I would go with that. You know, one guy I will say who is. He might be the most overrated athlete of all time, and and, and and I'm I'm and I'll say it is Joe Namath. Yes, absolutely. What in the hell did Joe Namath ever do to be considered one a freaking Hall of Famer, right? And to be one considered in some people's eyes the greatest of all time. What? No, there is no imaginable way Namath is, is for a the while. Goat. For a while. For a while? No. Still people, no. Oh, some Unitas, people thought that Unitas is still better than Namath, bar none. Like Namath, he gets the credit of winning the most important game in NFL history. Sure, but he, it, he, but he's he was he wasn't even the star during that. That was it was his running back. He's like, not even in top fifty in passing yards all time. He and has, I get it was a different era, but oh my gosh, dude, he won one ring and he was famous. For one game, yeah, and it's much. not like it's not like they blew out the Colts that game in yeah, Super no, that, Bowl that, three. It was close. It was just it was, it was a close, close one. Game. Neither neither team was especially spectacular. Yeah, yeah, he didn't do anything spectacular, and just be, I'll say he, this: he gets by on reputation alone, uh, reputation and cult of personality alone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just because he was a cool guy, he's Mister Cool, and got the ladies, and he was on every commercial. Yeah, I don't care, you know. I, uh, there's so many million better quarterbacks that don't get recognition, but he did. You know why? It's because he played in the city of New York. And I'm yep. so sick of freaking New York because anyone that plays in New York gets all this recognition. I'm over it. Yeah. Okay. The whole Jeremy Lin thing back in the day. You want to talk about someone who was overrated? Lin Sanity was Jeremy Lin. 
You know why he got all his popularity? Because he was in New York. You know why? Because Tim Tebow stole the spotlight for a few months. So what did they have to do? The media outlets looked for the next biggest thing and blew it up. And sure enough, they found a kid, an undrafted guy out of Harvard, who made an impact for the New York Knicks, who were lousy still at the time. And they just blew it up because it was New York, and the media needed it. So I am sick and tired of this New York drama and New York popularity. Like, you guys can't even get the freaking Heisman Trophy voting correctly when Christian McCaffrey deserved it because you're on the East Coast. Wake up, pay attention to your sports, and understand that it's not all about New York. Joe Namath, the most overrated player athlete of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, he, he's just a force of personality. He's a personality. He's not a great player, especially. Yeah, I, I just i I would not put him in that in in any category. I don't you know if he's even a top fifty quarterback of all time. I mean, uh, no. he's just and, he's just overrated. Yeah, and in that same vein, Terry Bradshaw. Oh my god, Terry gosh. Bradshaw. Like he he gets all this adulation because he he played on the steel curtain, but that's exactly the point. He he was supported and propped up by the steel curtain, the greatest defense ever. Like he he was never especially great. He has a fifty one point nine completion percentage over his entire career. Jeez, you know, see, and that's I hate that because he's considered a hall of fame, or he is in the hall of fame. Yeah, he is a hall of famer for what? I get you won four Super Bowls, yeah, but you were not the reason why they won four Super Bowls. No, you want to talk a little side tangent. You want to talk about the greatest quarterbacks of all time? No one mentions Terry Bradshaw. No, and why would they? We're going to go off on tangent just for a second. Everyone says Tom Brady's the goat. Why? Because he has the most rings. Okay, then that means Terry Bradshaw and Joe Montana had to be second. Yeah, that's a bunch of crap. Yeah, that's that a, argument that's a needs to go out the window because yeah. Terry Bradshaw is not one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He wasn't even the best player on his team. Exactly. By he w- 15 players. It's the same case as uh, Troy Eggman. He was supported by two Hall of Fame wide receivers and a Hall of Fame running back and a Hall of Fame lineman. Yeah. I got one for you. Brett Favre. Yes. Yes, Brett absolutely. Favre. I get when he retired. He had the most passing yards of all time. Because he stuck around forever. And he had the most touchdowns of all time. Because he stuck around forever. Exactly. And because also, what, he also had the most picks of all time. I, I'm just going to get there. You took the words right out, of my, right out of my mouth. Shocker. He had the most interceptions of all time. You know why? Because he was not that great of a quarterback. Yeah, he was He was a gunslinger, but he was also, it also meant he wasn't <laughs> smart with the ball. He what was, was his touchdown to interception ratio? One to one? Every yeah. touchdown he threw, he threw an interception. I mean, it, the dude, no. I get he, what's he have? Three MVPs? Four MVPs? I, I think it's uh, three, yeah. I, like three consecutive. And it's like, what are you doing? I mean, you won one Super Bowl that no one even remembers about. No one even talks about that yeah. Super Bowl. But when it came to it, when he had a really dual Elway and the Broncos in Super Bowl Thirty Two, he couldn't beat them. Yeah, he turned the ball over twice in that game, and couldn't bring his team back to victory. Yeah, and, and it, when it mattered the most on the final drive, he didn't convert. Yeah, and after that, he never really got it done in the playoffs. He, he would al- he would always throw the game away. Literally, he, yeah. he he would he would throw it away underhanded. He would throw it away in field goal range. He would 
and thrown away in any which way that he could. It, exactly. It was it was pathetic watching this. I mean, the guy had a great arm. He was good. When he was on, he was on. Yeah, when he but when he was awful, he was the worst quarterback on the during the games. Yeah. That week. You know, he was he was either really good or really bad. You average that out, you're average. Yeah. And yeah, and I'm not saying he's an average quarterback. He's just above it, but I can't sit here and say he and tell people like, well, he's one of the greatest of all time. He's not even top ten in my opinion. No, he can't be top ten. He didn't he, do anything. He could not be top ten. Like Drew he, Brees. Yeah, Drew Brees. Better than Same Favre. thing. But again, Drew Brees overrated in my opinion. What did Drew Brees do? Why does Drew Brees have the second most passing yards in NFL history? Because his team's kind of sucked a lot. Because he one, he played forever. Yep. Second, his teams were always down, so he had to throw the ball fifty-five times a game. Yeah. No wonder why. You know, I mean, his seasons they were seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven. They were never really thirteen and three, twelve and four, like the Paytons and the Bradys. You know, he would never was. Yeah. And when it came playoff time. Everyone gave Peyton Manning crap for for losing in the playoffs. He yeah, can't Brees, win the playoffs. Yeah, Brees was just flat. Drew Brees didn't do anything. Yeah. He went to one Super Bowl. Yeah. And, I, and he, he won it on the back of a great trick play and a, a timely pick. I, yeah. He won that Super Bowl because of, of the onside kick, you know, and obviously Peyton threw that interception to Tracy Ford. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> Take your but, medicine. <laughs> but. You know, at the end of the day, Drew Brees is really, really overrated, in my opinion, just yeah. because I, I can see he that. never yeah. carried the team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, he's honestly, he's a tick above the Brett Favre. He's, yeah. a, he's yeah. a smarter, more confident Brett Favre. Yeah. And, like, honestly, like any of the great quarterbacks that only have one, one ring, the thing is, you have to put that into perspective. Brad Johnson has one ring. Yeah. Brent Delfer has one ring. Exactly. And Dan, Dan Reno has zero. You yeah. know, are those guys better than Dan Reno? No. no. See how the ring conversation goes out the window. Ty, give me another guy or a player that is overrated in the history of sports. Give me another one. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to piss a lot of people off saying this. LeBron James. LeBron James. He is not the next Michael Jordan. No, he no. he he can never put a team on his back. Well, well, well okay. hold on. The, Okay, but here's the thing. A lot of people hype him up. A lot of people give him the publicity of Michael Jordan, but he doesn't really deserve it. He's he's getting the publicity because he got the publicity, right? He he didn't really do much to earn it. He's not the same entity as Michael Michael Jordan. Right. And I, not to, not to mention all the control he has, all the stuff he does behind the scenes, he it's not really warranted. Although the all the le GM stuff he does, all the yeah. influence he has, it's he's He's bigger than the game, but he doesn't deserve it. Right. See, the thing with LeBron, you said he he did he didn't really carry teams. I'm going to no, fight you. No, I I, I redact that. Okay. I, I'll take that okay. back 100. Well, we'll just stay on it. You took it back, but I do want to say, like one year, what uh, was it? 2017. They didn't win the finals, Cleveland, because then the next year they came back down three one. So yeah. it was the year before that, dude. That I will. I don't like LeBron James. I'm not a fan of his at all for anything he pulls. 
And I will say that was one of the most unbelievable finals performance of all time because he was by himself with that Cavs team, yeah. carrying them, yeah. putting up 45-50 a game against that elite powerhouse Golden State Warriors teams. Yes. I, it was yeah. it was phenomenal that one season. But the thing with LeBron, or yeah, with LeBron, you only won rings because you went and built these superstar teams. Yeah. When you look at the Bulls, they didn't go out and build those teams. Yeah, they didn't they buy those They drafted teams. and developed. Yeah. When you look at the Golden State Warriors, they drafted and developed. I know that that one or two years they had Kevin Durant. But that that's but Durant. Kevin Durant overrated because you went and followed those guys. You yeah. went to a built team. When the Celtics won it with Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen, they traded for those guys. Yeah, and they, they had to have pieces to trade. Th- yeah, they went out and made moves. Just because you're getting your buddies and you're saying, hey, we're just going to all sign with this one team, that's that's not building a team. That's just yeah. th- That's just a joke. You know, that's just cheating the system, in my in my opinion. Yeah, that's, you know? that's collusion, basically. When, when you look at the Nuggets this year, they've drafted and developed this team yeah. with their big three. And, they, they went out and made moves to fill out the roster. And they traded for a fourth player in Aaron Gordon. Yeah. You know, they built the team the right way. The Celtics, the Warriors, the Nuggets built teams the right way right now. So when I see LeBron sit there and go, like, oh, I'm going to Miami. Oh, and then I'm going back to Cleveland. And that was impressive that he did win it with Cleveland. Yeah, absolutely. But then he goes to L.A. And he forces everyone to get traded to get Anthony Davis. Yeah. Dude, you're you're not carrying anybody. Because that no. first year with the Lakers, he they missed the playoffs. They Entirely. did nothing. And guess what they did this year? They missed the playoffs even after they went out and got freaking uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, they Who still also didn't do completely overrated. Yeah, they still missed the playoffs. LeBron James, overrated. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and actually on that the same vein, like the entirety of the the old Thunder big three: Harden, Durant, Drafted Westbrook, and developed. Yeah, but even so, they're all completely overrated. They're stat patterns. They have never won anything on their own. You're like right. Durant, he didn't win in those on his own. He had to snake his way to the team that beat him in the Western Conference Championship. Yeah. J- James Harden, overrated. Yeah, completely overrated. He's a stat battery. He takes... What he does, he just does cheese strats. He takes advantage of the refs, his star status, yep. and the status of the haves and have-nots, and he just patches stats with free throws. Yeah, that's all. It's, that's not him. He that's, flops around. Yeah. He doesn't play defense. He doesn't give, give the effort. Yeah, it's it, it, it's not... And Westbrook, he's on the opposite end of the spectrum. He puts too much in to pad his stats. He put... He's triple-double, man, but he those aren't good triple-doubles. It's not good production. It's not winning production. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, with you there. I don't – I never liked uh, his game. I never liked Harden's game. I just thought it was – it's like, dude, like you're just you're just putting up stats. You're a great shooter, and you could score, but you're not playing defense at all. Yeah. You, there's been so many highlights and videos and GIFs of you just – Standing around, refusing to put in effort, yeah. I, I couldn't. I couldn't coach a guy like that. I couldn't put that guy on my team. I, I just couldn't do anything like that. Um, a guy I have, and a lot of people are going to get mad about, and a lot of people are. Ooh, Derek Jeter. I agree. 
Derek Jeter, in my opinion, is one of the most overrated players. He's a good player. Yes. But the hype around him, maybe, maybe, maybe hold on, maybe I'll, I might change this here a little bit, how I word it. He didn't deserve all of the hype he got later in his career. And I know that that's probably not even saying it correctly. He didn't deserve the press. He did. Did the Yankees win those championships because of Derek Jeter? Not really. No, not really. When you look at the end of his career, he's making all-star games and he's making this all-star game and he's in that all-star game and he's getting this MVP. People. It's like, dude, go look at his stats. He's not even hitting 290. He's not even hitting 280. He's hitting like 224 and he's making the all-star game. Yeah. Give me a break. Again, this goes back to my first argument with Joe Namath. The stupid New York press. Yeah. It, it, it goes back just to my, blows it up. Honestly, it goes back to, to my argument with Treichman. It, it's the most popular team, the most valuable team in their respective league. The Yankees is our, he got it because he's the captain of the Yankees, the shortstop of the Yankees. I, I, I mean, I'm looking at his stats right now. Okay. So he didn't hit 300, he hit 300. Pretty much as a rookie, he hit 314, um, 291, 324. And, and, you know, those those first few years, he was really good. But when you look at the Yankees, they were – those teams were bought. Those teams were built. You look at those Yankee teams. I mean, you got Roger Clemens at freaking as your ace. Why? Because they went out and bought him. You know, a lot of those guys, they went out and bought. The Johnny Damons, the, you know, a lot of those guys were Al- Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez, you know, there's a little, you know, you put him at third and Derek at short. Like, a lot of those teams, I just thought, yeah, they were great, but they were bought. Yeah. You know, same, they were built like the Yankees. They are what the Dodgers are right now. The yeah. Dodgers have been to how many freaking World Series? World Series. Plural. <laughs> Plural. And and have had so much so much success. It's it's absurd because there's no salary cap, and I hate that. But when I look at Derek Jeter late in his career, I'm like, dude, what are we doing? Like he was in 2013, he was hitting 190. You know, in 20 in 2010, he was hitting 270. You know, he never hit for power. He yeah. never, you know, he his here's, defense. Here's the best stat. How many years do you think he had 100 RBIs in one year? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hazard a guess and say zero. One. Ooh. One year. Yeah, now. He had over 100 RBI. That's not good. That's not great. And That's not great. And not to mention, his fielding was pretty poor. He made a lot of good plays look a lot harder than they actually yeah, were. I'll, I'll say this. Everyone thinks he's a, he was the world's greatest shortstop, right? No. And, and I made this argument a while back, and I made a lot of people like frustrated because a lot of people don't like this guy anymore. My guy, Tulowitzki. And I made the argument without even looking at the numbers. I said, Troy Tulowitzki is the greatest short, fielding shortstop I've ever seen. Okay. That's me I've, that I've ever seen. I've seen Jeter play, I've seen Tulo play. I'm taking Tulo defensively, right? Yeah. People kind of complained with that. But when I looked at his fielding percentage, guess who has got a better fielding percent percentage than Derek Jeter? 
Troy yeah. Tulowitzki. So don't sit here and tell me that Jeter was a better player. Jeter, or a better defenseman, because Jeter has one highlight. Yeah. Going into the stands for a foul ball. That, that was just a unique circumstance. He just went. He went for it. I watched Nolan Arenado fall into the into the into the, the tarp, dugout, the tarp, the tarp, the dugout. The, the I've seen him fall in everything. You yeah. know, dozens of times. Just because Tulo didn't do that doesn't mean that doesn't make him a worse fielder than Derek Jeter. I just think right. Derek Jeter he made a lot of flashy plays, but those flashy plays were shown a million times because it was the New York media. Yeah, my opinion, completely overrated. All these all-star game votes should not have gotten. And then late in his career, he was a DH. He Why? DH'd a lot. Why? That's what the stats say. Well, they must have gotten wise to the fact that he couldn't field. Yeah. But I, he he wasn't really a power hitter either. Yeah, he, he was never a power hitter. He hit for average. I mean, he. I'm looking at his stats right now. Do, 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 do. His best home run year was 24 home runs. That's That's... I kind of pedestrian. I I don't yeah. like it. He had 200 hits a few times in his career, which is really really good. But he never hit for power. But and for all that talent on that team to have 100 RBIs just one time in his career, I'm I'm pretty shocked. Those guys got on base. But if he was in Colorado, he's nowhere near a Hall of Famer, Derek Jeter. No. But that's that's a conversation for a different story. Ty Thank you for joining the producer podcast today. Again, this has been the producer podcast. That is Ty Fuji. My name is Kevin Kissner. We will talk to you guys next time right here on the producer podcast on denverfan.com.